Lane, I know it's cold. I know it's hot outside. But can you please turn off the AC? It's so cold in here. Alright, give me a second. Aircaster is going to be joining us for Ultra Ranger. Wait! Hang on! Back to the original Japanese heroes. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Ultra Ranger. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Ultra Ranger, episode 45, where we talk about uh, Ultra Ranger's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster Autogar. And I'm your host, Ultra Print Caster Laird. Holy shit, Gord, you're gonna try this. It's pretty awesome. Lane, can you please deem more so that we can come down and record the show? Okay. That's uh, better. Yeah, I, I grew into Ultraman size so I could reach the button to press the AC off. And now the window's gone. I, I, oh, I hope you're happy. But no, uh, this episode. Oh, it's here. Bye. Uh, this episode is brought to you in part by uh, water. It's everywhere. It's get used to it. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. Get used to it. But no, uh, it is very hot outside. Yeah, fuck. or at least in our area. We we here at Ultra Ranger do not uh, like summer at all. We well, we like winter. I I don't mind the summer. No, yeah. fuck summer. I like winter because you know. It's nice and cold. You can keep warm a lot easier than keeping cool. And it's an excuse to stay indoors for months of the year. I like I like September the most because like it's right in, the, it's right in between. Like It's not too cold. Like you can't be outside, but it's not too warm either. So I you like, have to put on a jacket. I like February because it's just like the fucking heart and soul of winter. It's fucking great. Yeah, remember when we moved in here and it was snowing in the middle of April? Yeah, that wasn't fun. I got food poisoning that weekend. I had to keep trudging down the street in the snow just to get to the bus stop, which I missed three buses in a row one morning. Oh it sucked. Goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, hi. Hey. <laughs> We're getting ever closer to that debut of Ultraman Rube. We're yeah. excited. Actually, the day this episode goes out, which will be tomorrow, uh, Rube will be coming out on that Friday. We're waiting for that announcement. Nah, Crunchyroll's just gonna upload it. <laughs> not even tell... Like, you don't even know. But, like, they're not even gonna They're gonna make a tweet a tweet about it. And nobody reads their tweets. They're, they're gonna tweet about it being like, Episode 1 of Ultraman RB. Like, R slash B. Uh, launched. Because they say launch is that uploaded. It's like, oh, the episode launched. It's like... You've been tweeting at them. Just being like, what about Rube? Yeah, yeah, I, I've, just been, I've just been tweeting. Where's Ultraman Rube? Then, like, th- late, earlier this week. Hey, Rube's coming out this week. Any confirmation on that? Yeah, yeah and now, be- thanks to you, they're, they're not getting the rights to it. We're like, you know what? You don't no, no we just find out that they cut all ties with Super Rad Productions. Like, I shit. hope not. Well, they wouldn't, Lane, because why would they still have Ultraman shows on there? That's true. 
Hell, I just discovered recently that I'm only 68 episodes behind on One Piece. That's a lot less than I thought. Only 68? Only 68. There's like 843 episodes out right now, and I'm on like episode 772. And there's only like 900-something chapters? Over a thousand. There's no way there's, they're already over a thousand. They hit their 1,000th? I mean, it's been fucking 20 years. 21 years. Yeah. Yeah. One Piece has been around for as long as I've been around. Yep. And I think only one person knew about the ending, and they died. Yep. But apparently it was beautiful. So we got news. Yeah, we got a ton of news. Oh. Yay. That's amazing. Hmm? Every week, we've been consistent for the past, like, month. And we always have news. Yeah, we always have There's always some ultra news. That's incredible. Time for ultra news. Time for tube news. Where's my tubes? My tubes are all the way over there. Alright, guard, take your hat and glasses. Alright, fine. I want the fancy pillow. Yeah. You want the fancy blank pillow that doesn't have a cover? Yes, but it's, extremely, com- it's extremely comfortable and I like it. Yeah, it's covering all our sweat. Ugh. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> It's not my birthday yet. It will be next week, though. Yeah. going to be episode 29. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So our first bit of news today are official images of the SH Figuarts Ultraman Zero Beyond. Yeah. We, we discovered these after we recorded last week. Yeah, right. I was like, fucking hell. Right as I was render, rendering the episode for me to edit the following day, the official images came out. So I and I and I asked you. It's like, hey, should I just add the official images to the episode? And right now, let's talk about them next week. I'm like, yeah, all right, because they they got some cool images. Oh, imagine they actually glowed like that. I don't think they would actually glow like that. No, but I'm just saying, imagine if they did. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Which <sighs> that when you see it in figure good. form, it's, it is a really nice design. Mm-hmm. Though you can just they could have hidden the joints a bit in his arms. Yeah, well, they need to be there so he can move. So. He probably has a double hinge at the elbow. Yeah. So that, oh yeah, and just to keep tradition, he has the piece. <coughs> like he has the piece and uh, yep. the piece hand. The victory hand. Every ultra act that I have, I think except for Tiga, has the piece. Wow. Yeah. Well, it means victory in J- J- Japan. Oh. Yeah, it, it's got yeah, a fist effect kinda... part. Oh, oh, it's oh. translucent. Oh, that's even better. They, he comes with two translucent uh, zero-edge slug, sluggers? No. Sluggers, yeah. That's so cool. Two bat lifts. Two translucent bat lifts. Cool. Very cool. That's a really nice design. You gotta show that to Kevin. He'll fucking lose his shit. Oh, yeah. And I, and I realize why he's a Tomashi Web exclusive. Hmm? Look at all the silver on him. Yeah. Like... Like, all that silver decal on him. It's like, it's not like a blank gray. It's like a shiny, it's a shiny silver. So, like, that, oh, the beyond, paint's going to cost more. Beyond twin, twin edge swords. Oh, beyond twin edge swords. Bat lifts. Yes. Bat lifts. Apparently, a lot of atrocious figures out now. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, I saw, S- the, I saw the box. You mean, what if SIC Belial was a thing? It's cool, but I still want to figure out some regular Belial. Yeah. I'll always say that. I, I wouldn't mind. If I was going to have any Belial figure, I would want one of Ark Belial from the Revenge of Belial. Oh, the film. monster one? 
No, no, not not atrocious. A uh, Belial Atrocious. Atrocious? Yeah, atrocious. No, the monster one, right? Where he's a monster? No, no, like the one where he's like, he has the scar on his face, the giant cloak. Oh, that's Kaiser Belial. I thought it was called Belial Kaiser. Oh, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, Ark, Ark Belial's the monster. Yeah, Ark Belial is... Yeah, you're thinking of Kaiser Belial. Yeah. yeah, that, that would be nice. I've seen the Ultra Act of that. Mwah. It's expensive. <laughs> it's like $4. Nope. Yeah, nope. Not my budget. Nope. Well, apparently, I want the V-Buckle to be in my budget. Yeah, right. Uh, once again, the figure art comes out, or the figure art is costing at 5940 Yeah, so even for a Thomas Web exclusive, it's like a $70 figure. That's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, pre-orders are happening on June 20... Uh, no, pre-orders are already available. So, yeah, go buy it. I don't remember when it's coming out. November. Oh, it, oh yeah, it is coming out. Yeah, it November. says November 2018 right there. Oh, see it. That's cool. It's right there. Tom Web exclusive in November 2018. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> it's in black. Uh, next story. Our next story is about the Ultraman Leo HD remaster box set coming out. I'm sorry, but it's like I do not like Leo's head. No, I think it's one. Of the, I think honestly, Leo is one of my least favorite Ultraman designs. I don't like him. You don't like him? No, I just like, I don't like the horns. I don't like Ultraman with horns. What about Taro? Eh, Taro's okay. Like, when he, when, like, him and Father of Ultra are wearing their brother's mantles, then they look good. But other than that, like, and, like, Magnificent's the only other exception I have. Because, like, Burnmite, I, I didn't like ever. Burnmite, you didn't like the horn? Yeah, yeah, the horn, it didn't fit because it was, like, Orb's face and that. It was, it. Like the two horns yeah, on the side. Yeah, but just Leo, Leo looks weird. I don't know if I like if I would like Astra. I can't remember what Astra looked like. Oh gee, I would show you my Ultra Capsule, but apparently, um, it's hard to find the Astra Ultra Capsule. Huh. It was a Gashapon exclusive. Uh, and apparently, it's like one. If you don't have them, they're gone. Uh, gone forever. Sucks. That sucks. Honestly, ooh yeah. Oh god, it's fucking five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's fifth. It's a Blu-ray box set from Japan, Lane. They're gonna cost over hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's so expensive. But you know what you can do? Huh? You can already go watch Ultraman Leo on Crunchyroll.com right now. I'll do that. Yeah. Not no though. But yeah, Ultraman Leo is the seventh installment in the Ultra series, uh, and he was the last show that was consistent since Ultraman Jack. Hmm. Like Jack brought back uh, Ultra Fight brought back the franchise in 1970 but the show didn't come back proper until the return of Ultraman aka Ultraman Jack in 1971 so we had Jack in 71 Ace in 72 Taro in 73 and Leo in 1974 to 75 and then that was it until 1979 with the anime and then 80 and then Ultraman 80 in 1980 and then that was pretty much it and 16 years later well, well, we did have, like, a few movies here and there. And the American one, the Australian yeah. one. Yeah, we had Ultraman USA. Power Great. Yeah, Great, Powered, Zerf. 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 And then Tiga brought back the franchise. And everyone uh, was like, holy force. fucking shit. <laughs> and now we have the new generation of Ultraman, and everyone loves it. Yeah, because marketing. Yay. Yes. Uh, yeah, the box set will come with all 51 episodes, fully remastered. And for bonus footage, it will be from this year's Ultraman uh, Festival featuring Ultraman Leo. 
Oh yeah, it was really cute. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, Gar was watching like uh, episodes of like the original Ultraman in like Blu-ray quality, oh, and he he couldn't he just couldn't believe it. He didn't even care if it was subbed or not. He just wanted to look at the quality. That it was HD remaster. It was man. pretty good. And we we put on the Jiris episode just because it's one of my favorites. I, I would love if Crunchyroll would actually just once the set came out, they took they took down the show and they brought it back with the HD remasters. That'd be, that'd be nice of them. Because they go through, like, they go through a whole lot with this, with these HD remasters. They make them look, uh, I wouldn't say they wouldn't make them great because I will admit in some of the remaster episodes I did see of Ultraman, you can see the flaws and, or like the, the horrible edits from that time, but. Oh God. When we were watching like the episode of Ultraman or whatever like that, just close-up of his face it does not look good oh. the first suit does not look good at all what happened to your face and then you just see ultraman now and like then when he shows up in the new shows and you're like you're like that's that's better that's way that's what they always wanted originally but they had to do with what they had so but yeah, uh ultraman leo hd remaster comes out on december 21st 2018 for 49,800 yen, excluding tax. You know what I'd like to think how Ultraman actually became to be? Just, like, Superaya, he was like, his kid wanted, like, he had a son or something like that, and, like, his son wanted to, like, dress up as something for Halloween. And so he just, like, helped him make, like, make a, like, or his kid made a costume for himself, and it just, it was the Ultraman suit. He's like, Dad, Dad, look at me! I'm like, I'm, I'm the warrior of light! And he's just like, that's it. To quote Tony Stark from the Infinity War trailer, wow. <laughs> Stretching it, I know, but... Yeah, especially since I read the book on how he created Ultraman. Just looked over one day and just saw a painting was like, oh my god, Ultraman that. Well, again, Ultra was a big, big thing back in Japan in the 1960s because of the Olympics. So in which it... Ultra Q was popular, so of course their sequel show was going to, the sequel show, which it was going to be like a hero show, Ultraman makes sense and then Ultra 7, then Ultra Mighty just a whole lot of shows yeah, yeah it's cool, Leo's out coming good, soon, good job December. Leo you're still ugly though <laughs> uh, speaking Speaking of shows, Ultraman Orb has been acquired by Toku HD, and they will be streaming it in July. Yay! I, I don't really care. Because it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, because it's on Crunchyroll. Go, go watch Orb, everybody. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. We, we just finished it uh, yeah, last episode. Yep. I almost said yesterday. I'm like, no, not yesterday. Last week. <laughs> but what I'm more interested in, what Toku HD has, is Mirror Man. Um, I'm more interested in Tokyo Gore School. Uh, it's a 2009 horror film about Sinchi Sanada. Redemption fails to commit suicide when the high school president suspects there's more to the story than bullying. Teacher gives cryptic warnings, which leads Hayato to uncover a whole mystery. What the fuck? Okay. He's immortal. He, he's a god. He's an Ultraman. Yeah. It reminds me of a, of a horror film that I watched from Japan about, like, these, like this whole entire group were getting text messages... Being like, oh, oh, you have to do this. And if they didn't do it, like, it's like, oh, you gotta kiss this guy. Or it's like, oh, you gotta have sex with this person. Mm. If they didn't do it, 
they would have been they would have been erased from existence. Whoa. And you want to know the creepiest part? Hmm? Only the class would know them. Oh. Everyone else would be like, "Who's that?" Huh? It was disturbing. Oh, it reminds me of the movie Thirteen Going on Thirty. I want to be 30! Mark Ruffalo was in that movie. He was in that movie. Yeah, he was the love interest. What? Like, grown up, yeah. Mark. I know. I was watching it, I'm just like, that's Bruce Banner, holy shit. <laughs> go, actually, surprisingly, go watch 13 Going on 30. It's actually a pretty feelsy movie, especially mm. by the end. Like, holy fuck. She, like, realizes how much of a bitch she is, and then she goes back to, like, Undo everything. Oh my goodness. Okay. okay. So I just found an error in this article. Oh. Mirror Man was Tuberia Productions. What? <laughs> Tuberia? Tuberia. Oh my god. Can that be the name of the episode? Tuberia? Tuberia. That's the title of the episode? Yep. Tuberia? Tuberia. Okay. okay, so. Tuberia. There we go. go. Yay. Thank, thank you, Toku HD article. You've yeah. given us one thing. A uh, spelling error. <laughs> Mirror Man was Super Eye uh, Productions' first superhero show, unrelated to Ultraman, despite some similarities. The show originally aired from December 1971 to November 1972. Its story takes place in 1980s, where aliens called Invaders are aiming to use giant monsters to take over Earth. An organization called the Science Guard Members, SGM, is assigned to investigate the invaders. When Kyotaro Kagami's foster father, the leader of SGM, tells him that his father was actually an alien, he discovers that his al- that this alien was also a superhero from the second dimension known as Mirror Man. Now he must transform into the new Mirror Man to help humanity defeat the invaders. But his successor, Mirror Knight, is cooler. Not really successor, more like revamp. Yeah, and he's better. I'm sorry. Well, Mirror Knight's cooler. I I, I want to watch the original Mirror Man. I again, I wouldn't mind watching the shows based around Ultimate Force Zero's team. Like I want to watch Fireman, of course. Of course, but, I'm, like, but Glenn Fire is cooler, and he's voiced by Tomokazuki. I don't care. But that's the movie rates. Hey, it's cool. Cool. Uh, or Orbs on Toku HD, but go watch it on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Mirror Man will premiere on July 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. No one cares about Ultraman Orb airing on Toku HD because we already have it. Well, we care about Ultraman Orb, though. Don't, yeah, yeah don't, we care about Ultraman Orb. Don't, don't, don't get us wrong. We just don't want to spend $90 yeah. to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or $90 plus. Dollars. Yeah. You don't want to watch them with yellow subtitles. No. <laughs> Alright, so now we're going... Uh, oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> uh... So, uh, Keita Yuasa joins the Ultraman Rue cast in which she will be portraying Darling, an AI secretary who works for Makoto Aizen, the president of Futuristic Aizen Tech Corporation. Oh, God. The name Darling comes from the acronym DRLN, which stands for Digital Response Language Network. Huh. Darling. Guys clapping, I'm shaking my head. I'm like, nope. Ah, uh, okay, so eh, can't wait to see what she looks like. 
Oh, she was in uh, Kaiju Girls. Oh. As a, she was a Xander... A Xanderous. I read Xanderous down yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now on to Gridman anime news. Oh, man. Uh, first thing about Gridman is the world premiere coming to Anime Expo this week. Yay. Uh, Funimation has announced a special world premiere screening of the new series SSS Gridman, or Gridman for short, to be held at Anime Expo 2018. Uh, this convention will be held from July 5th to 8th, 2018 in Los Angeles, California. The premiere screening of Gridman is currently scheduled for Friday, July 6, 2018 at 7.45pm. Several members of Studio Trigger will be attending the convention for a Q&A session after the screening. Uh, while no official announcement has been made at time of Friday's premiere event, strongly suggests Funimation will be licensing SSSS Gridman for a Western release once the series officially begins. Stay tuned to Token Nation for further details. So Funimation acquires the rights to the Gridman anime. All I ask for is one thing. I want it to be on Crunchyroll because Funimation and Crunchyroll have been working together. Be it was because of them working together they finally got the rights to Dragon Ball Super. Or if anything, well, it'll be on the Funimation YouTube page because usually they're pretty good at like uploading their animes that they have on their YouTube channel, like mm -hmm. full episodes, all subbed. Yep. Like I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if you just type, like if you go on the Funimation thing, you can like look up Gundam Seed and you can watch all of fucking Gundam Seed on it. So or, that's that's cool. Though. Or if anything, it might be a My Hero Academia thing where Gridman will be on Crunchyroll but only subbed, and it will get dubbed by Funimation. See, that's how you get fucking, that's how you get people to, you know, come and support your fucking shit. Upload your shows on your own personal YouTube channels, and then people will stop pirating them and putting them on their channels. It's like when Carr did in, in uh, April Fool's video that he did for History of Power Rangers. By the way, go like and subscribe to the guy that's stealing my videos and making a profit off of them off of YouTube without my permission, you son of a- Anyways. Uh, our ending theme has been now, uh, has uh, been confirmed for Gridman as well, and is being performed by our lovely lady from Akiba Ranger, uh, Maya Ushida. Yep. Yeah, she played Professor. Uh, or Hakase. What? Yeah, she was the, the the girl that ran the cafe. No, I know. Oh. Oh, I thought that I thought it was the 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 singer who sung the theme. No. Oh, okay. No, no, cool. No. Then now she could sing. Uh, the voice actress Maya Ushida will be performing the ending theme for the series entitled "Youthful, Youthful Beautiful." Beautiful. Oh, the cringe! Cool. Uh, the song will be released on October seventeenth in Japan and will be Ushida's eighth single. Oh, okay. So it's not her first time singing. So it's not even gonna be on the soundtrack. It's gonna be. You want the ending theme? You gotta go buy her soundtrack. Oh, she was the. Wait, she voiced the Sukune. Yeah. I did not know that. No, I didn't know well, she voiced it. Well, remember, she was also the anime VA, oh. or like the anime character VA oh. in the show. Oh. Okay. Uh, also, we found out because like uh, Gar and I want to like talk about the new Gridman series, but then I was like. I asked Garland, like, do we need to watch the original? And then we found out the anime is said to have no connection to the 1993 live-action Denko Chojin Gridman. So, 
But we still want to watch it. We, we, so. Oh, thank God. Thank fuck. I don't want to talk about three shows. Yeah, right? But, Especially when this is a, mainly an Ultraman podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't mind talking about Gridman at least I, no, twice. No, no, no. Same. Because, like. We we consider Gridman to be like an unofficial Ultraman. He's he's, he's, he's the he, cousin. He's just the he's just Ultraman on the internet. The Ultra Internet. Yeah, like that, that that that's all he is. Yeah. So we got our ending theme announced, and we also have our opening theme announced for the uh, show, performed by OTX. Yes, uh, in which the theme song will be called Union. Hmm. Uh. No, it's Masayoshi Oshi oh. as a oh. part of the duo. And he's also performing the opening theme for the upcoming Ultraman Root TV series. Yep. Neat! Well, okay. Right? Yeah, it's a part of a duo. Okay. OTX. So Oshi and someone else. That's cool. I just really want to see this anime go off really well. I hope so. Maybe. Would, would you consider, like, from the trailers and images that we've seen... Would you consider Gridman to be a mecha anime? He's not a mech though. He's 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 a, he's an actual being. Like I'm calling, yeah. So he would kind of be like just like he, he's not a, he's a not superhero. A, he, yeah, he, yeah. He's not a robot. He's like a yeah. He's just a digital superhero. An overgrown Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how um like in um. Uh, and Superhero Samurai Cyber Squad, like, Servo was an actual, like, living thing. Like, he actually talked and shit. And he's like, call him Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, call him Matthew Lawrence, we need you. We need you. And our last news story for today is the official design for Gridman has finally been shown off uh, during a one-hour live stream called Gridman Past and Future, where a few of the creator a uh, few members of the creative team got together. Wow, is that a slim-ass-looking Gundam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Gundam. Like, he's in Gundam colors, but... I, I, I like the design overall. Like, uh, zoom in quickly. Zoom in. Uh, I'm gonna try and zoom in on this. It's control, not alt. Uh, okay, good. He's still got the mouth. Because that, that... That was always the thing I liked most about Gridman, was, like, they had, like, a mouth... So. You know what he kind of reminds me of mm-hmm. now that I'm looking at him? Mm-hmm. He looks like a protoform of uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. If you, actually, if you look at the like the side of the head picture, it kind of looks like he's like wearing like a helmet and then he ha- he like took Ultra 7's uh, eye slugger and just put it on his head. It looks like he's wearing like a Shogun helmet. Yeah. In a way. But it's... what he reminds me of the most is actually uh, the sequel part. What was supposed to be the sequel series to Gridman. What? Gridman Sigma. Whoa. Sadly, though, the show never happened. Mm-hmm. So in which, he never happened. He never existed. So that's the only thing we got of him was just this promotional shot? Well, not exactly. There was a 2015... Remember the 2015 animated short for Gridman? Uh, that was when Sigma finally debuted. Okay. Neat. I feel like they wanted to do like a new live action thingy, but then they're just like, they're like no, let's just do an animated because we can do more with them if we make it animated. Honestly, if you, people people nowadays want to have their stuff to be in movies or in TV shows, where you could like you could go bigger with say like a cut like why don't you make your idea a comic book or like an an or like an anime. Your lim- like your limit of budget 
is only in the episode, but your limit of possibilities is endless now. Yep. You want to have a battle in space? We don't have to worry about green screen. Boom. You can just draw a black background. Boom, you're in space. There you go. Oh, that's cool. I like his design. It's nice. It's mm -hmm. very it's very slim, but, like, you know, he's still got a lot of bulk on him, so... It works. Yeah. I, like, I like the head. He's just giving me Optimus Prime feels. <laughs> just... This ever gets dubbed, Gary Chalk is Gridman. Well, uh, I well, that's just Grid. I am Servo, guardian of the cyberspace okay, in well, the you know, digital world. Uh, I was kind of thinking we were going to have like an Ultra All-Man Orb uh, like type of thumbnail, but I feel like for the thumbnail we just need to have like, if you can find like a good picture of Gridman, like from anime Gridman... Just put fucking um, Transformers Cybertron Optimus' head over him. So, so you don't want it to be a summer outfit guy? I mean, if you want to. Alright, I'll, I'll think of something. Hey, you know what? Maybe we'll save that We'll save that Gridman thumbnail for when we talk about Gridman. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, good design. And honestly, even for that, that still looks pretty cool. It matches. Yeah. It's like a palette swap. He's Optimus. That's Ultra Magnus. Oh. Yeah, see, now you're like, oh my god. My life is complete. Everything goes back to Transformers. Yeah. Just fucking Peter Cullen and Robert Stack or whatever his name is. Freaking Peter Cullen, Gary Chalk, and one thing together. That would just be mind-blowing. No, if they redid Beast Wars where he meets the original Optimus Prime and just like it's just Peter Cullen just being like, Carry on, Optimus Primal. Will do, Optimus Prime. That'd be cool. Holy shit. Okay, can we please have a new Transformers show where it's just... The Maximals and the Autobots team up against the fucking Septicons and the Predacons. I, I think they're kind of doing that now. It's called uh, Combiner Wars or Power of the Primes. It's like a Machinima exclusive show. Okay. But it's not Peter Cullen. It's the Honest Trailers guy. No, but yeah. So you get Peter Cullen and Frank Welker to reprise their roles as Optimus and Megatron. And then you have Gary Chalking David Kay as Optimus Primal and Megatron. <laughs> That'd be amazing! Do it! Just do it. Just tweet out to Hasbro now. Fucking Beast Wars Transformers crossover movie. Do it. Make it happen. Yeah, have fucking 30-foot robots teaming up with, like, six, seven-feet-tall robots. Because, yeah, when you think about it, Maximals and Predacons are pretty fucking small. Yeah, especially when they hang out with the Mesopotamians. Mm-hmm. Fuck. They're, they're tiny. Alright, time for some g g g g g Okay, so I was just joking last week about... Like, like yes, yeah, so I was kidding around being like, Oh, well, the show has a four-part finale. It's like, what are you going to do with four parts? Simple. They took their time... Because this episode felt really, really paced. Yeah. Like, it paced itself so hard. And got a lot of Tomoya talking, which I was like, nope. Oh, so this is where he's, he's been Tomoya. And he smiled, and it was fucking creepy. <laughs> and he was smiling at me, and talking to me. Oh, why should I care about this Tomoya guy? I don't. 
Um, so then, yeah, so, like, it starts with this, like, commander guy, and, like... Commander, um, Herpeters. Commander Koyama. Yeah, Koyama. And he comes in, he's, like, taking over the UPG. We, we need to try this new cannon we have, the Victorian cannon. Pr- pretty much just, shut it down, shut it all down. <laughs> shut it all down. Shut it all down. And, like, yeah, so he, like, like... It's funny, like, there's a part where, like, they're all standing in line or whatever like that, and, like, they salute, and you just see Hikari's super awkward about it, and just, like, he goes, walks up to a wrestler, he's just like, it's been a long time. You, you'd fight for me, right? Yes, sir. Oh. And just, like, Hikari's like, wow, I've never seen frickin', uh, a wrestler like this. Yeah, I know, right? Just stares at them, they're like, Nip! It's like, uh, I'm actually lost for words right now. And then, like, there's a part where, like, uh, Commander Koyama, whatever, like, he presses, like, the button, releases this console down, and then puts up this new console, and they're just like, wait, what the fuck? And we're like, what, so that's them. been there the whole time? Yeah, apparently, okay, well, we should talk, we should at least talk about what happened at the beginning of the episode, and the reason why Commander Komiya, or Koyama. Oh, with with Monsieur Bosto. Yes, with Accelerate. Monsieur Bosto. Like, I swear to God, three, four times he was like, Monsieur Bosto. Mr. Bosto. Monsieur Bosto. Monsieur Bosto. <laughs> oh my God. Freaking just drop kick him all right. Reminds me of, like, Mr. Popo, honestly. He has, like, a Mr. Popo face. You know what, he, you know what his voice kind of reminds me of? Huh? Kind of reminds me of Dumb Patrick. Oh, it reminds me of fucking uh, Big the Cat, too. Froggy, there you are. Oh my god. Busta. It is Froggy. It is Big the Cat. Busta. <laughs> hey, you have a tail. Oh, I, de- I died ag- dead again. This game stinks. <laughs> Just rams into the mountain. Oh, I fucking love Patrick. Um... So, like, Bolus is just like, oh, I can do it, give me a monster, like, give me your, give your strongest, and Bolus is just like, fine, and gives him bird oh, on. fucking ugly-ass bird on. I remember this kaiju, and I, he's disgusting. Balls. He's got, he's got balls, like, hanging testicles <laughs> on the side of his face, and at one point they grow bigger, and then fucking victory like shoots them off with his King Joe gun and they deflate and I'm just like oh my god like, and, the, and, the, and the most disturbing part when you think about it is that his balls are on his cheek and his beak could also be referred to as the pecker no <laughs> oh my god it's true no. Watch out for the pecker. I <laughs> got me. The worst part, though, is Acceler was like, I'll give you a kaiju who's actually defeated an Ultraman. I'm like, this thing defeated an Ultraman? Who? Taro. Taro? How the fuck did he... He got poisoned. God. What a, what a fucking shitty-ass way to go. <laughs> Why do you think... He, he got better. <laughs> he got... He turned to embrace... Got to turn to a brace morpher. Like, Taro's just like... I'm supposed to get Taro going like, Oh my god, it's Bird on! I'm getting flashbacks! <laughs> not flashback. He put his balls in my face! <laughs> no, not the packer! Not the packer! Shut! Shut up! Shit! I almost 
kind of want the thumbnail to just be Burdum, but just like his entire face and balls are just censored. It's they're just censored. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the thumbnail. I'm sorry, Hawaiian Hawaiian get up guy, but like no, it just needs to be Burdum with his pecker and balls censored. Uh, Take peeker. Fuck. I like that better. Peter. Here we go. Pecker. Yeah. Yes. Oh. We're going to remember that thumbnail forever. Someone's going to look at that and be like, what? Why did I watch, listen to this show? Oh, yeah, because you're I find... You're going to see our subs and views just go right down after episode 45. No, no. This is when everyone goes up because everyone loves those dick jokes. Yeah, you know, always know this is clickbait. Goodness, all the click. There you go. Oh god, yeah. Okay, so the so, whole center around this episode is that like the the commander wants to unveil the Victorian cannon, which it's, it's a giant cannon. video video camera that shoots a giant laser. Like it looked like a fucking video camera. It did, look like, it did look like a camera. So it channels yeah. all the Victorian. Energy in the area from from Victor underground like Victorian land whatever like that, and just like it's such a dick move and it's funny like Hikaru even like brings up he's like oh but that's where the Victorians get their power and just like and then he just realizes he's like shit I shouldn't have said that it's like are you on acid no and what's cool is Hikaru actually had a really cool moment where like uh, the uh, uh, Kamoya or whatever like that or Kuyama was like he's like fucking Ultraman's the threat. He could attack us at any time and Hikaru is just like, and how the, you take that back. How the fuck do you know that? You don't know how he feels when he's fighting and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm like, yeah! Yeah! Fuck you, buddy! You don't fucking know but, shit! Uh, Commander Komiya just thinks, he's like, he's an alien! He's a mess! He's a threat! Uh, and that's making him a threat to the Earth! I need pictures of Ultraman! I need pictures of Ultraman! There you go, sir. Um, and so, like, so immediately Show goes to fight because, uh, and like you know, he, he holds his own pretty uh, pretty well. Like he gets he gets poisoned by Birdon, but then uh, he like comes back and like. Well, well, I think it just numbed his arm. Like he didn't get enough of the poison in him. Okay. To actually, like cause an effect. Just like like during the last bit of the fight, his whole entire left arm is numb. Yeah. So that's why he did the Victorian shoot with just his one arm. Oh yeah, I did notice that. That was cool. <laughs> Victory, can you come up here and give me a hand? <laughs> That's funny. This is serious. This is serious. Um, and then, yeah, so, like, Victory, like, destroys Burnout or whatever like that, and he, like, pops his balls with fucking King Joe guy, balls which that was awesome. Ball popper. Yeah, and he defeats Burdon, and then Bolts, uh, like, Bolts comes out, whatever, like that. He's like, fuck, and goes back up, and just, like, like, at when Bolts left the first time, whatever, like that, like, Accelerator was just like, this is your last fucking chance. This is your last chance. And, like, he tells him, he's just like, oh, yeah, no, you've been, like, a sacrifice for me this whole time. Like, I was gonna use you regardless. He's coming. And so he, coming. he used the, the... Cherry circuit or whatever like that. Chibul. Yeah, Chibul yeah, circuit to like control him and then groom him to kaiju size and then just start using him to destroy like the the area. He's like, cause Exceller found out that Dark like Dark Lugiel is coming back. 
somehow. He, well, no, all the all the Victorium that they've stole has been going into Luke, like Lugia, uh, like Dark Lugia. Oh, is that the body he's talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so, I was like, I was like, the whole time, I'm like, I'm like we're close to the end of the series. Where the fuck is this giant body that Exceller keeps fucking talking about? They basically just resurrecting Dark Lugia. And then inserting himself into it because he's like, oh, the the strongest body needs the strongest brain. Spoilers, Dark Lugiel instantly kills Exceller in one in one fight. Oh, good. Because Dark Lugiel just sees him, it's like, zap. Yeah, no, fuck Dead. you. Tur- no, no, fuck you. Tur- yeah, it turns into a spark doll. It's like, pathetic. Oh, he turns into a spark doll? Yeah. Oh, there's an Exceller spark doll? Yes. Oh, H- him, him in the bodysuit. Is it him in the bodysuit? Yeah. Amazing. I gotta look this up. Um... So, of course, like, Arissa has some fucking, uh, like, history beef. with Koyama because, not, like, Not she's... beef. But that, it's no, like, Commander no, Komiya hired Arissa on. Mm-hmm. That's it. She looked pretty hot when she was shooting those targets, though. I was like, ooh, Salah. And this it's just like, little, like no, what, what, yeah, what went through my head. No, for, for Namba! No, so like, she, she, so that was just her training at like the Namba children, like headquarters for Namba, whatever, like that. And so, like, I like to just think, like, just President Namba was there, and like, Koyama's just like, I want her. Well, she, she's mine. She's one of my, she's one of my Namba children. And he's like, 50 bucks. You can, borrow, you, can for the, you can borrow for the summer. <laughs> hey, you can have her for the summer. <laughs> Number son, I got a job. Damn Where's my cane? Monsieur Buster. Monsieur Buster. I'm sorry, I just like saying that. Then it's easy to mimic his voice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Herpeters. I keep saying Herpeters. Uh, this honestly reminded me of an episode of Jetman. Mm-hmm. Actually, because there was two episodes in Jetman where the mentor boss came in with an entirely new team of Jetman because they're like, who are these guys? Uh, one's a farmer, one's a high schooler, you know, gambler, and, you know, just an act, a model. Mm-hmm. So they're not the people that we recruited. No, then get them out of here. You guys are done. Yeah, you're you're out. Membership's revoked. Yeah, membership and, revoked. And so like they realize like, oh shit, we need to But we need to get inside. Because they locked up Hikaru. And then oh yeah, they locked him in prison or whatever like that, and he's just like fuck <laughs> Damn, how's show doing? Um So then like Tomi is just like, Don't worry guys, I gotta wait and it's like what's he flashes like these things and then my joker's just like what, what, what is that? Koyama's secret sex tape. That's how we're gonna get it. <laughs> Who are these? Koyama's credit cards. Oh, cool. For $122. You can get, <laughs> no, 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 no. You can get the UPG member set. Just think of oh, the gun, the badge, and their, their calling device. Yeah, which we I finally decided to look up the name of that thing. That's pretty cool. It's, it's oh, and for one hundred and sixty nine dollars, you can get the special translucent Shepardon vinyl spark doll. Fuck that! <laughs> oh wow, they actually made the Shepardon saber. Yeah, it was a DX toy. Fifty three bucks. That's not bad. Sixty eight for the. Yeah. That's cool. Um. So, of course, Koyama's like, oh, I need, you're going to operate the... Uh, Arisa, I need you to shoot the cannon. 
You can handle that for me, right? Right? You're my member. Oh, yeah, I think you've gone mad to power. Of course I've gone mad to power. Have you ever gone mad to power? It's boring. Nobody listens to Oh, me. but the best part was just when, when Victory defeated Birdon, just you see Koyama just be like, Fuck you, Ultraman Victory, for saving the world! Fuck you! And I'm like, Why are you mad that he, he, he defeated the fucking monster? It shows that Ultraman is on your side. No, because he's a threat. Because he's an alien! I need, no, I want to defeat the monster! Yeah, and what she goes on about a Phase 5 plan, which Phase 5 was to kick everyone out of the base that, you know, knows what they're doing. And just use the cannon for everything. Right. You know. And then, you know what? I actually... This episode surprised me. I wasn't expecting them to actually, like, fire it. I'm surprised Orissa actually went through with it. I thought she was going to be like, No, we can't! Ultraman's... Ultraman will save us. Oh, that's how you spell Exceller. Okay. I was spelling it with an A. It's, it's spelled like E-X-C-E-L-L-E-R. Yeah, I know that because I do the fucking notes. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was like... How, how did you spell it? I spelled it A-A-C-C-E-L. Oh. Exceller went <coughs> E-X as A-C. Yeah. Oops. 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 Trying to find that vinyl, I can't find anything. It might be under a DX one. Let's see, Alien Chibu? That could be it. But yeah, um, Ginga and uh, Hikaru ends up getting out with Hikaru, and Hikaru what? ends up getting out with Hikaru. Of course he did. Yep. No, uh, Goki, Captain Gino, and Tomia all grabbed their shit and grabbed to Hikaru and made out of the building. And then they start trying to attack freaking alien, like, bolts. Yeah, even even Tommy is, like, using his iPad gun or whatever like that and helping them. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why are you shooting? I'm like, you don't need Keep to. Keep firing, assholes. Um, yeah, and, like, again, like, they fire, like, uh, bolts, like, he, you know, uh, came back to his senses. And then he's just, like, points up in the air and he's just like, he's like, trust me, trust me, Ginga, I, I want to defeat you. Oh, if we both keep both your fucking asses, but he he's first. He's first. He manipulated me. I'm gonna kick his fucking ass. And then he's just like he's unarmed. He's not doing anything. And then just Arisa blows him up. Fire. Yeah, and all of them are just like, holy shit. In which this cannon didn't just attack him; it obliterated him. Oh wait, I need to. I need to find the perfect... I have the perfect reaction for this. Hang on. Right. When I was watching this for the second time, I just feel sorry for Alien Pulse. No, me too. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah, we made fun... Like, yeah, we were annoyed by him, but that's a... He, he didn't deserve that. Oh, here we go. So this is, this is my reaction to everyone when the gun fired... Alright. <laughs> so, so it's just red versus blue, son of a bitch? Yeah. Wasn't the one I wanted, though. 
Wonder Woman where he's gonna be like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, Madre del Dios! <laughs> Just churching Lopez's body. Lopez. Hey, Lopez! See? I just like how just every time Lopez speaks, it's just like, like before he even says anything. See? Yep. Um, and that was actually Bernie too. Bernie speaks Spanish. Oh, the the yeah, yeah, speaks Spanish. Yeah, that was Bernie. Oh. But yeah, just Bolt's just and like he just got eradicated. No, and he was just like no, and what was uh, like. What's cool is, like, it seems like the alien guts are, like, a really proud race. Like, they think they consider themselves to be the strongest life form. In which, it took me until now, in which, like, why both, like, Bolts kept saying that. He wasn't saying it about himself. He was saying it about his people. Mm-hmm. So, in which, he was always trying to, like, make sure his race will always be the strongest in the strongest in space. And honestly, in all the different, like, stuff we've seen in Alien Guts in, they're pretty fucking strong. Mm. They can... They're super powerful. They can multiply themselves. Like, damn. They can crucify you. But yeah, they're, they're really powerful. So, rest in peace, Monsieur Busto. Monsieur Busto, I salute you. Um, yeah, and it just ends with, like, show just being like, how dare they use our energy, what? fucking humans. Why do I have a feeling this is not going to go well for Hikaru? Oh, they're gonna fight. Oh, they're gonna f- let them fight. Do they fight? I don't know, I can't remember. Oh. It's been, it's been... It's been two years. Has it been two years? I don't know, you, want, you were watching it in time to go see the dub of the movie. Yeah, I binge-watched the show in one day. I know, um, I left you alone. I'm gonna have to... No way, I'm not, I'm not part of that Comrade Facebook group anymore. That's oh, where I made mean, that you post. You mean Toku Infinity? Is that the name that yeah. they're going with yeah, now? Yeah, they call it Toku Infinity now. I'm just going to turn over in my grave. You're alive, though, Gar. <laughs> You're alive, Gar! You're alive! You're waking the neighbors! <laughs> so, yeah, um... Since we don't have any more episodes of Ultraman Orb, you think that's it? Well, you're wrong. They made we, a me. Well, they made a movie. They got the movie. And holy shit, it was really good. Yeah, but first, intro. <laughs> holy shit, this movie was really good. Oh my goodness. So yeah, Ultraman Orb, the movie, lend me the powers, no, lend me the power of bonds. It came out in March of 2017, so it was a few months into Ultraman Zero, the Chronicle. I think Origin Saga was over by this point. Yeah. Origin Saga was 12 episodes, starting the, sorry, first episode came out in like late December. So 12 episodes, so, yeah. So yeah, it would, it would have probably been right around ending there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultra Fight Orb hasn't happened yet. That started in May. And G wasn't announced yet, I think. Hmm. And this was two months before we started doing Ultra Ranger. Hmm. But, uh, it was a good movie. It was good. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Hmm. Like, it, it, it felt like, 
it did feel like like just like a really long episode of Ultraman Orb because it, it kept it had like the same like tropes you know like the SSP were still being like the silly SSP as they were Shibakawa was still being Shibakawa guy was being guy juggler was being juggler like it just felt like but, a really long episode but would you have not wanted any other way exactly isn't if that, it ain't broke don't fix it isn't that the point of TV, of TV movies, it, yeah, it or didn't, like movies based on television shows. It, did, it didn't, yeah, it didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel like, oh, they they like why they changed that. Like, no, it just it continued on after the series, and it was still like it was still them, just on a new adventure. And like this movie, just featuring more yeah, Ultraman, and yeah, and like we get because like they have in these movies now they like team up with the previous Ultraman, so X is in it. Well, no, this was the start, like. Ultraman, like this movie, Ultraman mm. Orb the movie, was the movie to start having just regular crossovers. Did, did X have a movie? X did have a movie. In but which, Gengar and Victory didn't show up in it? No, Gengar and Victory are in it, but they're not the the main focus. Oh, okay. That, and it's not Hikaru and Sho. Oh, lame. It, it's like... Yeah, like, well, at least we got them for a voice cameo in this movie. Yeah, in which Ultraman Gengar and Ultraman Victory are in this movie. There's six Ultraman in this movie. Think of it. There's Orb, Ultraman Zero, Ultraman Ginga, Ultraman Victory, Ultraman X, and Ultra Seven. Yep. That is six Ultraman. Granted, only four of them are roughly there, like, throughout the movie. Mm hmm. That's like, damn, that's a lot. Mm hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so this movie starts out in Hawaii. Yep, where the Hawaiian archipelago, where Ultraman Orb is fighting a Galactron. Yeah, and it was fucking. It was such a good fight. I, I was just happy to see Galactron in because I love Galactron. It's my favorite kaiju to come out of fucking Orb. And who comes to save the day? Zero. Yeah, keep me going that one. Zero, 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 zero. zero. Zero zero zero, 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 Jack. Zero, zero. No, but I love no. zero, zero, zero. Yeah, zero, zero, zero. I, I, I loved, I loved though when uh, like they defeated Galactron. You just heard like the kind of like like this like choir oh. like, play, ah, and then just exploded. And it was so nice looking. <laughs> it's like the Mugen icon. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So zero, like, Orbs is like, holy shit, you're you're zero. He's like, yeah. So come to your dimension because your dimension's under attack it's like he's like what yeah, yeah these what? yeah these ki these kaijus they've been coming to different dimensions Ultraman Ginga and Victory are helping me but they've gone AWOL so what do I have to do who are they what who are they Ultraman Ginga and Ultraman Victory I don't know. Uh, 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 bye bye <laughs> you're on your own and I did like the shot where like, they show Orb sitting on the island. I'm like, why is it, like, why are they doing this shot? And then they pan into the other. I'm like, oh, it's supposed to look like the opening where he's standing in the giant field of burning forest. Yep. Like, oh, I see what you did, movie. Um, so then we cut to the SSP who they're working on, like, a new suit or whatever. And it's funny because, like, like, uh, like, they they can control it, like, uh, with controls, and then Jetta takes it over, and he's like, ha! And, like, making her do, like, flips and punches and kicks, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good at fighting, fighting games. <laughs> Jetta, what are you doing? What, I'm playing, what, I'm playing with, playing with Naomi. Playing with Naomi. Put, we can make her do anything. Put, 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 stop. 
And then, like, Naomi gets, like, stuck in the suit in, like, a position. And they have her, like, later on, they just have her, like, lying down or whatever. What's like, happening? Um, yeah, so then, like, this little girl c- comes up to them and holding the... Holding X. Okay. Two things. Mm. One, turns out the little girl was actually in the show. Oh. For, Is that the same little girl with the doll? Yeah. Oh! Uh, I even fact-checked it. I'm like, no, that's the same girl. That's cool. And two, I should explain a few things about Ultraman X. Ultraman X was basically the show that happened after Ultraman Gengas and before Ultraman Orb. The show that we have yet to talk about in Ultra Ranger. Yep. How to describe it? Imagine Comrade Drive... But as an Ultraman. See, and you'd think that I'd be super all about that, but I haven't watched all of Exit, so my opinion remains meh. But that is a cool concept. Just, like, an Ultraman trapped in a, in a device. And so, like... And the weirdest thing is that when he took over the X, the X divisor, he, like, he changed the colors to those things, like yellow. Oh, when the original colors were already in Ultraman colors, red, silver. Oh, wow. So he literally changed it to be not Ultraman colors. So fuck you, X. <laughs> nope. So then Shin and Jen are like, oh my god, it's an Ultraman, like on a phone. And he's like, he's like, no, I, I, I am it. He's like, oh, ah, we're not kids. We, we know kids? what phones like, we're are. We're going to take you apart. He's like, no, that tickle, stop. In which it reminded me of a scene from Super Mario Brothers the movie. Where Wario finds Sage, who is a coconut at the time, mm-hmm. that Link found in the in, in the Lost Woods, in which Mario brought back to the house because Link died, in which that was the only thing he had on him. Wario picks up the coconut be like, Ooh, a coconut! Stop! Holy shit, it talks! Please don't eat me! Well, I'm not going to eat you now! And this coconut only has, like, like a sh- literally a sharpie, like, Eye and mouth, like happy face. It's like, it's so fucking... X like, like X uh, d- says like, oh my 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 comrade Daichi, like he's. I'm he's, looking for my partner. His missing. name is Daichi. And like, uh, later on, like he goes to explain to Guy or whatever like that, like the, what happened, and like they get separated or whatever like that. But I like that, like he's, I guess he's with like the other, like their group. Like, their team. Oh, um, so in Ultraman X, they are Zeo, the Xenon Invasion Outcutters. So I liked when they were being attacked or whatever like that, X just, his first move is he pushes them out of the way uh, to protect them, so that was cool. Because unlike Ginga S and Orb, everyone knows about X. Yeah. It's like, Daichi, you gotta turn to X. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Boom, that happened. But the weirdest thing is that what Ultraman X was talking about happens at the end or like it happens after his movie because hmm. I even looked at the end of his movie where he's like oh there's an alien up in space named Destro we gotta go stop him okay guys let's do this this movie picks up where that left off oh that's cool it's like whoa that's weird so then uh, yes yeah, so they go make posters and stuff like that and then Shibikawa comes in does the Shibikawa thing and then like <laughs> did you get approval of these posters it's like why are you bickering to us. We know you're, like, really high ranks. 
And then, uh, he, uh, so then they get chased by, like, these aliens or whatever like that, which they're just, like, alien heads and yeah. human bodies. Hey, this may be a movie, but we're still on a tight budget. And they're about to get their asses kicked, and then all of a sudden you just Jiro hear... shows up! And you just hear Guy's song, but on a ukulele, and then he just... Are you sure it wasn't Jiro from Android Kikainer? Pretty sure. <laughs> and then he walks in, just... Guy in a Hawaiian shirt, sandals, a pair of shorts, a hat, sunglasses, with the and a ukulele, is playing a song, and I think it's one of the most awesome entrances in a toku ever. Like it's in my top ten. Sup. It, it's it's great, and then proceeds to kick said aliens' asses in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Never will you ever see another tokusatsu hero whoop ass in a Hawaiian shirt. Guards like challenge accepted. No, I can't think of any. Yeah, right? None outside of Power Rangers. You just like the, your little mini guards in your head. You're like, look at the database! Is there any little... No, no, I can't find it! No. I can't find the video! I can't remove it because I can't hear it! Yeah. yeah, and then just brain dead and you're just like... Car, you okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it was just like it was it was amazing, like just just and, and the aliens run off and, and hide into the crowd. So guys like shit. And the best part was is you can buy that ukulele and it's yeah. signed by guys actor. Well, it's not signed by him. It's like a print on the guitar. Yeah, on ukulele. I'm yeah, sorry. but still. Buy that ukulele, and I think it had an Ultraman design on it. Yeah, it had the red uh, crest that Ultraman has on his chest. So that's cool. Um, so then, like, he he meet, find, like meets X, and X is just like, "Oh, you're the Ultraman!" No, he literally just shakes him. It's like, no, yeah, because at this point, only Naomi knows. But later on, Jin and Shed. Hell. Shin and Jetta find out. Shetta. Shetta cheese. Shin and Shetta. Um, and so then, like, yeah, the like they explain what happened, and it's like, oh, the they're in this place. There's a mis- No, uh, Jetta, Shin, Shibukawa find out about this mysterious mansion at the outskirts of town. Which it's like, hey, we need to go check this out. The guy's like, no, I need to go check this out. What? We're, oh, we're not going? This no. isn't a ga- Guys, the world almost came to an end. Yeah, Loku saved you, asshole. So, you guys can't come. And she was like, yeah, it's for adults only. Get smacked Bam, into the door. Bam, just the door. Just, ah, my teeth. Ah, my front teeth. And so then, um... Oh, my God. <laughs> so then guy goes to the mansion and... Knocks on the door, oh and who the fuck answers the door but Juggler's Juggler himself in a butler outfit. <laughs> Just, oh. Oh, hello, guy. What the fuck are you up to this time? What? I'm just employed. I'm making a living now. Oh, oh guy. No, 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 no. Juggler, what are you doing? Oh, what do you mean? I know you're up to something. Okay, listen, while you're traveling in the world, I can't be a hobo myself, so I'm actually trying to get a job, okay? So the master okay. would like to see you. Yes, the master would like to see you. So then, uh, yes. Would you like to come in, or would you rather have my foot kick your ass? 
It's just like it's it's like Juggler acts really weird this like the whole movie, but it's because he's just like scheming. Because like um so like we actually who's our villain? You know, not Rita. Lord Maluna uh Maluna. I'm just gonna call her Maluna. Yeah. A aka Rita Repulse. Or Witch Pandora. Yeah, Witch Pandora. Yeah. Witch Pandora, Rita Repulsa, whichever, take your pick. Yeah, and so like her goal is to because she at this point has she uh, has just, the dark ring. Yeah, which actually we found out interesting trivia about it. So apparently, when it disappeared from Juggler, it didn't really get destroyed. It just went to the next host, the next like, person who was more greedy, selfish, the most and, wickedest person in the galaxy. So at that point in time, there was someone more evil than Juggler. It's because Juggler, after that fight, realized, hey. Maybe I should reconsider my... Maybe I should reconsider my life. And then we realized later that was entirely entirely bullshit. Oh, no. Juggler was just working for Lord Maluna just to get, get his... Get his dark Get the back. dark orb ring back. Which he did. And then he lost. Again. And then decided to throw it into a dimensional portal, which then it ended up on Gar's shelf for some reason. Yeah, I woke up one morning and boom, it was just laying on my, laying on my floor. And I was like, cool. So, so also Gar uh, got us confirmed that uh, we're both getting uh, gyros for Rube. So thank you, Gar. What, what are you talking about? I got two for myself. What? What do you mean two? One for Rosa and one for Blue. You greedy piece of shit! No wonder the Dark Rain came to you. Oh, you're pure evil. Or maybe one of us is evil. I can't be evil. I'm pink. Pink is not evil. Oh, what? You think yellow can't be... You think yellow can't be evil? Uh, no, I never said that. Right. Anyways. Anyways. So, uh, Guy gets sent through a dimension, and... Then we get introduced to Sadeth. 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 And this guy's amazing. Not only is he the VA for Beerus yeah. from Dragon Ball, Yep. but just... He was just so much fun. A this treat. Movie. Like, he's like the cyborg in which we confirm that Guy is at least several thousands of years old. Like, several you know thousand years old. You know he kind of reminded me of a bit? Mm -hmm. Like, you know how we were talking about how Maluna kind of reminds us of uh, Rita? Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, Sadaf is Rito. Yeah. No, he, I can go with just that. The design, the way he moves around, he feels like Rito, Rivalto. Yeah, and like this guy's like not about winning. He's not about losing. He just he just wants to go all out and just fight, yeah. just fight, to fight an opponent at a hundred percent. I can just even see him talking like Rito as well. It's like, hey, guy, how's it going? And he's like super casual. He's like, oh, guy, it's been like yeah. a couple thousand years. Like, how's it going, man? Remember when he like destroyed me and I came back as a cyborg? He's like, no, no, no. It's like, now you're made of fuck. I was dead. Well, you're wrong. And he's doing squats as boys doing this. Yeah. He's like, no, you're maybe you know I'm good as well. You know what? You were probably thinking, how am I still alive? Well, the answer is I'm a cyborg. Wait, so you don't want revenge? Ah, guy, that was in the past. I just want to fight you. No, I just want to kill you now. Say your best. Yeah, so he proceeds to fight him, and he goes, Burn Might, Hurricane Slash, which Hurricane Slash got, like, dicked out for a full transformation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Every other form, except for Origin. He never transformed into Origin. It's because we, we got that at the beginning. 
Yeah, but he didn't transform. No, that's fine. You know what? No. no. There. Hurricane Slash isn't the only one that got the boot in this movie. Well, it's because, like, the orbs are more about fusions, so they had to get, like, the fusions in. Which I was happy. We got, we got Thunderbreaster, and you know that once, if Thunderbreaster gets his ass kicked, it's tough kaiju. Yeah. It's tough kaiju. And, um, yeah, but just, Sadeth was just, he was amazing. Like, just, like, one of the best characters I want in the whole movie. Him. Yeah, make a vinyl of him or something. There is a vinyl of him. Oh, okay. Course. It's an ultra. If it's an Ultraman, it's a vinyl. There's, there's all. See, that's the thing. You always have to care about Ultraman vinyls. If you want it, it will probably happen, or it will probably be a thing. Damn. Um. Yeah. So he proceeds to fight him, and then like, uh, like alien alien guts come in, and like these other two yeah, kaiju, so, and they take him away, and they're like, Yeah, Maluna sends in alien temper, alien hippo, uh, hippo hippotori. Yeah. And alien guts. Yeah, because she's, like, getting tired that Sadat's just not, like, destroying Guy properly. And then, so they take him away, and Sadat's like, Oh, come on, I'm just gonna... It's not about fucking winning or losing, guys. Come on. He's like, you're taking too fucking long to feed. Oh, fuck you. Come on. Come on, guys. We were just having fun. No. No, our queen needs us. No. Yes, that's totally right. Yeah, he really needs us. Oh, my God, they're just... Fucking Goldar squat, squat and Babu. Wait, 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 then who's Spencer? Fuck it, Juggler Spencer. Juggler Spencer. Oh, that, yes. That, yes, my queen, of course. Um, so then, of course, SSP and Chibikawa show up, and they just have, like, a fun chasing where they run into, like, an alien guts, and, uh, they beat, they chase, but it's an interesting chase sequence. It's like with, like, a, it's almost like with a handicam, so, like, the cameraman's, like, actually, like, following them and, like, turning with them, like, while the alien guts is chasing them. It was... It was really well shot chase. I like. I, I can see this being like in one of those parody. I can see this being in one of those parody movies where like they see the monster, they start being chased. They literally just push the camera guy out of the way, <laughs> and, and you see the guy holding the camera. Just oh, what the hell? Fuck. <laughs> and then like juggler like comes out and scares them, and they're just like. It's like, what are you up to this time, Juggler? And he's like, what? Nothing. I'm not up to anything. Yes, it's, you are. You're always up to something. He's it's like, it's this way that you need to go. And so then, like, they find uh, Daichi. It's all tied up and like he's tied up in chains. Yeah, but like guarded by these two guys who are talking about like shaved ice. Shaved ice, and it's like, you know, all the flavors, it, all of them taste the same. But no, but they look different colors. That doesn't mean they taste. They taste different. They all taste the same. But I, but I like the strawberry flavor one. It tastes it, the same. Is, is this how boring life is as an alien? You, you talk about... You talk shaved about, ice? You talk about shaved eh, ice? No, you know what? That brought... That gave some realism to them. Because they were... Like, I like that they gave the guards, like, a conversation. <laughs> that yeah, is just, true. Yeah. So, of course, but, like, Jugger comes up. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, slice, slice! <laughs> Fuck you. Slices Daichi, and, like, at first they thought, like, they actually killed, like, no, no, he cut the chain, which Daichi falls over. Everyone goes over to him. It's like, who's he, your friend? Fuck no. And it's like, oh, no, no, don't trust that guy. And then he's like, oh, looking for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah because, uh, Exton, when Guy got sucked into the garden, Ultraman X was... He was facing down, and he couldn't get up. So Juggler picked him up. Put him on silent mode and put him in his pocket. Just tapped him and he turned off and I was like, what the fuck? Just. 
So then, yeah, so wow. he gives him, he like lets Daichi have it, and he's just like, you guys trust me now? And they're like, no! <laughs> so then, like, guy's tied up, and like, Maluna has uh, has him, whatever, and like, he's like, you won't get away with this, and Maluna's just like, no, oh, see, I like you when you're not, when you're not talking, because when you're talking, it's all, just all white noise. And so apparently... And I her, hate white noise. So her plan apparently is to turn the earth into a jewel so that it is... Everything on it is preserved forever. Yeah. Nothing dies. Nothing gets broken. Nothing ages. Nothing ages. And so, Guy's just like, that's stupid. So it's kind of like Dark Lugiel. He want, Dark Lugiel wanted time to just stop altogether so that everything stayed the same. Where Ginga's like, no, there is a future. Like We have to keep moving in towards our future. Yep. And thus, that is why Ginga and Dark Lugiel split into two people. Yep. Um, and then, like, Guy gets, like, for, oh yeah, because, like, Juggler shows up or whatever, like, the rest of them show up and they rescue Guy, and then, like, Juggler gets the Dark Ring back and he's like, ah, this is what I was here for the whole time, fuck you. Oh yeah, and was like, oh yeah, if you try anything, you'll be next to my, uh, collection. What collection? Just the curtains unveiled, just Ultraman Gengen and Victory turning the crystals, just... And you're like, oh shit. Oh no! They've consumed too much Victoria! <laughs> Fuck! Shepardon got to them first. Shepardon was the true villain! Damn. Um, and then, uh, she unleashes this... Mechanical Kaiju Deadbolic. And this guy's awesome looking. He's like this kind of like turtle kaiju... Which is cybernetic attachments, and as everyone knows, like if you mechanize something, it's ten, ten times, times better. Yeah, and like I'm just I'm a sucker for like mechanized kaiju, and this one is no exception. He he's amazing. Also, I'm so, when I was watching when I was taking notes of this when I was looking at the crowd, I paused it quickly because there were literally two people. Wearing the same outfits as Rosso and Blues actors. Whoa. And the weirdest thing about that, they were standing right beside each other. Fuck. Like, did, did they confirm Rosso and Blue? Be, Foreshadow. Well, did, did they, what? Maybe they just had those costumes and were like, hmm. Yeah, like extra, oh, you know, That's a coincidence. Studios hang on to, like, extra clothes. And then a group of these guys decide to stop and try to take a video of the kaiju. And then oh, it's a kaiju. Dude, we gotta keep going with the kaiju. And then they immediately get killed by a missile. I was like, those poor people. And then I looked it up online. Apparently those guys that were crushed were the directors of the Ultraman Orb TV show. That's cool. Which made me just giggle. I'm like, like uh, <laughs> that's Fun. See, that's what you do. If you're gonna cameo in a movie, especially with like just a destruction movie, you just gotta have your yourself killed in the movie. It's like when uh, uh, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert were portrayed. Like, that in were, the 98 Godzilla like, yeah, movie? Yeah, the 98 Godzilla movie. Yep. Their biggest complaint was like, if you were going to make fun of us in the movie, you should have had us be eaten by Godzilla. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, even they were like, um, so then, yeah, so yeah, guys... This thing just wreaks havoc in the city. Oh, it was fucking beautiful. It was amazing seeing this thing just go fucking ham and just destroy so much. Fuck <laughs> Yeah, he was super ultra-mega-death Christ. Super-mega-death Christ. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, guy goes and transforms the orb, and he tries fighting him as, uh, Space Nymphs Perion, gets his ass kicked, and then goes Thunderbreaster, gets his ass kicked. Oh, yeah, Ultraman X finally joins him as well. 
Gets his ass kicked. Yeah, get, turns to crystals. Um, and then it, they... It turns into jewels. And then they manage to save Gengen and Victory, which the, they start fighting with them. And then uh, Orb does his first ever triple fusion. Yeah. Because Naomi, Shin, Jetta stood by Guy's side, saying that they'll never give up. And apparently that awakened the powers inside Ginga Victory next. Yep. And thus created the Orb Slugger, or no, the Orb Slasher, to let Guy transform into Ultraman Orb or Trinity. In which, the design itself, I don't really know what to say about it. Uh, I like it. It's cool. I like that the weapon comes off the shoulder, from the shoulder. I think that's pretty cool. Um... And I like that, like, it has, like, a touchpad kind of thing on it, so, like, you have to, like, swipe your finger across to, like, do different attack, uh, rain, like, level of attacks. In which, uh, if, if you're not, uh, if you've never seen Ultran or, or Ultran X, the Orb Slasher is just a remold of Ultran X's X Slugger. Yeah, but it makes sense that it would look, it's a remold because X is involved in the fusion, so. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like the design of it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, uh, I, I like how he has Ginga's, Ginga's little crossing on his forehead. Yeah. So then, uh, like, they're, fi- they're fighting some more, and they do some really cool moves and stuff like that, and then, um, like... Juggler gets his hand... Uh, Juggler comes in, transforms into Zipardon. Which, we actually get, like, a proper, like, kind of orb-style transformation with him. Yeah, he's like, Zeton, Zeton, Padon. He's like in the he's in the black suit. And he does the same like animate like cut yeah, Let me the power of like It was really cool, and like he even even hit him does like when he uh, as like Zapardon or whatever like that just does like or Zapandon. Yeah, Zapardon. Zapandon. Yeah, he does like the the arm out thing when he's growing big. So yeah. I like that. In which just the shot of like just they they definitely took a car and they drove over the bridge to get the shot. Mm-hmm. But the shot where you see like three kaiju's on one side of the bri- on one side of the water, and then there's guy with the part on the other. It's like that was a really good shot. Oh me. yeah, that's probably the best shot in the movie. Oh yeah, um, and then just out of random, this this. Oh yeah, and then uh, Sadeth comes back and he's like, "We're not done yet. I'm gonna fight you guys. I'm gonna fight you. Give him the one two, and then you know Trinity kicks his ass in one move." Blows him up. Blows him up. I was like, aww. And then uh, this old guy shows up, and it's Dan Boshi. Yeah. Which he's like, you guys look like you could use some help. Yeah. He's like, oh, it looks. Like... Well, then again, that was later, like later during the fight, because of Ju- Juggler gets his ass kicked, but he tosses the Dark Orb Ring into another dimension, like you said. And now I have it, thus making me the third wickedest person in the galaxy. Yeah. Uh. So, which, apparently, that reverts everything back to normal and brings Ginga Victory next back. So now it's a four-on-four fight. Then Dan Parabosi shows up. And then we get the one, probably the best part of the entire movie. Oh, my goodness. So he transforms his Ultra Ultra 7 with original, new, original footage of him transforming, which I liked. It's still in the, like, old... Ultra 7 style, which was good. And then you just hear his theme song 
like, and they just like not even the full theme, just the instrumental of the theme song. Just do 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 do. And then and then you just hear each Ultraman. Like you hear guts say, and then you know where this is going. It's like seven, 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 seven. Seven, seven, and then just... Seven, 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 seven! No, it's a three seven. Yeah, no, I know. It's a seven, seven, seven! It's such an eyesore! Get rid of them! And, like, the first time me and Gar saw that, we just were like, oh, oh my god. No. And we laughed. It was so funny. And, yeah, so Ultraman, Ultra 7 shows up, because, you know, it's his 50th anniversary. Yeah, two, 20, 2017 marked the 50th anniversary of Ultra 7. Ooh, wish we should talk about something for now. Oh, oh wait, we did. Uh, ultra bubbles. Um, and like, yeah, he proceeds to fight, and like, he he's kicking like fucking alien guts with like, or no, it was it was to death, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was fighting to death. And like, it, it's amazing. Like, we, like you see him just like flipping him with absolutely no effort whatsoever. He just goes like, and just like lifts him over and. And then, yeah, and they just, like, all use their attacks and stuff like that, and they finish them off, yeah, they, all they, them off, they blow, they, oh yeah, like, Guts, or, like, someone Ultraman like, X takes out Alien Guts with his X, X attack, and they're which like, is yeah, the giant, like, fire blast in the, the sky. Let's the Defoy, destroys everything in one hot shot, and he's like, and the X is like, oh, that move? Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, that special move. It was cool. Yeah, in which, Ginga and Victory were meant to, I from last time I saw on trivia, they were meant to turn into Ultraman Ginga Victory, but they didn't have enough time, so they just went straight with weapons. So in which Victory uses his Shepardon saber, Ginga uses his uh, Ginga Spark Lance, and they take a, a take out Tempora, uh, Temporer and Hip and Hippo, Hippo Rotori with Ginga Victory Ultimatum or yep. Ultimatum. Yep. And then, uh, like, they try and attack, but, like, one of them uses a barrier and then destroys, like, the the, the mansion that's blowing the yeah, air. The, yeah, the mansion can fly, because it's a spaceship. It, it would look like the Castle of Dark Illusions from Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, if you ever look up the Castle of Dark Illusions, that's, that's pretty much that mansion. In which it, it fell, fell into the ground. Yep. Did Maluna survive? Well, kind of, basically, after a whole, all the fighting, Guy goes to the wreckage of the castle... In which he's, or like the mansion, and he sees Maluna there. And, he's, and she's like, I just wanted everything to be peace. Like, I just wanted to make sure everything would be together forever. He's like, You have good in you. You were just misguided a bit. And then she turned the crystals. Okay. That, that happened. Well, she became the one thing she always loved jewels. Jewels. And, like, we got this cool shot of, like, all five Ultramen with, uh, like, in front of the SSP members and Shibikawa, and they're just like, well, what do we, what about those humans? Should we kill them? Or it's like, no, 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 not, no. Not, not yet. Not yet. And just let like, me fuck her next. They're like, alright. Well, see you later. So then, I still don't know who you are! <laughs> so then, how do they celebrate? Bathhouse. And so they do. In which and... Shinja make make jokes about a uh, guy being like, oh yeah, you're, can we call you Orbson now? And like the guy's like, what'd you say about Ultra Rain? He's like, oh no, that is ultra good. No, the temperature in the water because Ultra Heat. I said Ultra Man. Ultra Heat though. And then, um, oh, well, the sub said Ultra Good. 
Oh. So then they actually splash the sky, like, and it's juggler. Oh, so sorry, turn around. Just, oh. Hey. G- guess a lot and of fan service happened. And they stood up. He stood up. Just... And there's his junk. Well, we didn't see <laughs> we, we didn't see his but, but junk. they did. Yeah, they saw his... And then he walks his, away his and he like, looks, at, looks at the bathhouse owner and the bathhouse owner's like, damn. If I knew darkness made my dick that big, I'd <laughs> totally fucking brace it. But it's like, uh, Shibikawa meets up with Naomi outside. It's like, oh, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm just waiting for the guys. They're taking I'm getting cold. And then Shin and Jin and, and, Sh- and Jetta are uh, like, oh, where's, where's Guy? Oh, he was right oh, behind Oh, he was right behind Motherfucker! Oh, not this time. And, like, yeah, he tries going away oh. again. Even though it didn't happen, I kind of wish it was like, hey, where did Naomi go? She said she would meet us out here. Yeah, where is she? And then it just cuts, like, Guy and or, like guy and Naomi again. Being like, sorry, you're heading out again? It's like, yeah. And, uh, oh, and, yeah. Uh, and that's like, well, next time, maybe I can go along with you. And then he's like, you know what? I'll consider that. Instead of being like, you can't come with me. It's like, I'll consider it. And then it just goes in for a kiss. That's how I would have had, had them, like, the last time they see each other. Right? And then, like, and then Shin and Jetta, like, they, like, when they're, when they're talking about Ultraman Orb or whatever, like, with that uh, guy, they're just like, they're like, oh, man, guy, like, wow, I never thought, you don't even follow the, like, the laws of mass or whatever. And he's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, no. He's an alien. He's not from your plane. He just doesn't obey your... Physics, rules. yeah. In which, you, like, you think the movie's over, the credits are going, while showing clips of all twenty-five episodes of the show, while the song Two Is One" is playing, which it's a really good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show clips from the show, whatever, like that. But wait a minute, it's a movie in, two, in the two thousand tens. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. After credit. <sighs> wait, apparently there's an after credit scene where Ultraman Zero arrives. And guys like, dude, you're wait, uh, dude, you're late. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Listen, um, I found that guy that was sending those Galactrons. You want to come with me, and kick some ass? Yeah, sure. Orb Zero movie. Orb Zero movie. Either that or Orb Gink, Orb and Jeed movie. Maybe that's what the Jeed movie's into. And then we never, we never got it. Oh, maybe. <gasps> maybe these maybe these summer movies are just intertwining with one another. That'd be awesome if they do. That's good continuity if they keep that up. Um, yeah, and then the movie's over, and again, it was good. Yeah, it was a good movie. It, it, it kept the Orb tradition, and like kept what Orb is best for, and best at. And it was just a higher budgeted episode of the movie. It was really or good. Or of the show. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we can't recommend enough, like, Watch this movie. But make sure you watch Orb before you watch this movie. Yeah, watch, watch all of Orb first. Because you just, like, it, it'll be, a, like, extra special if you've watched the entire series and, like, you know, l- been with these characters. Yeah, which, actually, Lane, here's a good question for you. Hmm. Even though Daichi and Ultraman X played a major part in the first half of this film, did it confuse you a bit? No. I, I can tell, like, they're really well-bonded. Okay, so, so it didn't confuse you in any way of being like, wait, what is he talking about? Or, hey, what is he referring to? No. No, it's just... Okay, that's good. Yeah. See, so you, endo- you don't even need to watch Ultraman X to enjoy this movie. No. 
You can be like me and just watch it, just for the sake of watching it. Mm-hmm. And I think that will be it for this episode of Ultra Ranger. Episode 45, Tuberiah. Tuberiah. God, I can't wait to see that thumbnail. Oh, my God. As soon as you've made it, just fucking send it to me. I will. I want to see that. <laughs> uh, so, for Twitters, you can follow me at twitter.com slash Twitter.com slash lane, double underscore. Uh, uh, since last week's episode, I celebrated my third year anniversary of doing Gar's Toku Blogs. So, yay me! And uh, I've actually been consistent with a few posts this week. Uh, so far, I did a review of the first episode of Kamen Rider and the second episode of Shuriken Sentai Ninja. Why? I don't know. Maybe, I, gee, maybe you can find out what, if you actually read the fucking blog. How did you do that? Maybe you're the wicked one. No. Also, I want to apologize. I was listening to old episodes of Cast Ranger, and like back when like you were like pushing Ultraman on all of us. Like, I would, I would like, join everyone and be like, ugh, guys talking about Ultraman again. Fuck. And I'm just, like, listening to that. And I'm just like, shut up, Lane. Like, because, like, I, I feel bad now because, like, you love Ultraman so much and just, like, we all kind of, like, chokingly making fun of you for it. But then, like, Cell did say in one episode, he's like, no, Gar, we really appreciate that, like, you're, you have a huge love for this franchise. And you, you know, you've shown me the light. And now, like, freaking, I'd say, like, yeah, like, to almost pretty much two years later, like, fucking love Ultraman. <laughs> so good. Remember, remember when uh, we talked about Orb and we saw it was a picture of X and we were like, whoa, he looks really good. Yeah. You're we like, no, you dumb shits. And then the week after it was this hashtag confirmation, hashtag confirmation, hashtag confirmation on the video screen. Confirmation. Um, or so yeah, check out, check out Facebook page, Podbean, Patreon, merchandise, and yeah. remember that Orb and Ginga, not the movie, unfortunately. Yeah, Ultraman Orb, the movie, is not available legally on Crunchyroll. We would, you know what, you, uh, yeah, you can go find it. Yeah, go find it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's like one of the major subgroups. Yeah, TV Nihon subbed it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. In which they, they usually do the movies that are, like, not legally available. Mm-hmm. Like, they did the Ultraman X movie. Okay. They didn't do Ultraman Ginga S movie, though. Hmm. But that movie is subbed. Okay. God. Um, and yeah. next time you hear from us, it'll be Rube time. Rube time. Can't wait. Better not suck. Well, schwa for now. Schwa for now.